Welcome to the pre-season of the Scozy Football Podcast. We're back again at the beginning of another season. There's already action happening, but most of the action is actually happening in Antonio's uh, front room in Perth, where he's been sat in front of his computer all day watching the Olympics, among other things. Antonio, how's it going? Who's in lockdown, Richard? Um, <laughs> oh, cheap Oh, I know. Just, I know. Cheap, cheap oh. shot. Below the belt. Below the belt. For those not following, Sydney's just announced a, a four-week extension of their lockdown. So uh, our commiserations oh, God, with everyone. Soon, soon we'll be able to in, stop talking about these things, eh? In Sydney. Yes, I said get vaccinated. People get vaccinated when you can get a vaccine. Um, I'm very well, Richard. Uh, Australia on a gold blitz this morning. Three golds. Uh, two in the rowing, men's and women's fours. And then the uh, uh, the swimming as well. So Ariane Titmish with the second one against the US. Um, but we're not we're not talking Olympics. We're talking football. Um, and there's been a bit of action in the Olympics. Um, we've got the uh, Ollie Roos, the Matildas, Team GB, and women's team. I believe, if my mathematical calculations are correct, that Team GB will be playing the Matildas on Friday for a qu- for sorry for a place in the semi-finals. Oh, um, oh. so it's a battle of uh, you know a battle of the home nations. Uh, oh, the Americans haven't done that well in this tournament so far, have they? I mean, like, like, unexpected. I mean, Sweden won the group. Sweden are always quite a good team, but uh, yeah, like the um, USA, who legendary uh, kind of turner uppers for big tournaments like this, haven't really done that well so far. Yeah, I, I think there was a little bit of um, it was a nil old draw between the Matildas and Team USA, and maybe an aging team, the USA. Um, Adrian Rapinoe is not looking any younger, and so I should say. Well, that's that. harsh. She, she, well, you'll not get a game. She did that. Uh, she did dink in a really nice wee free kick, a wee cheeky chip uh, that that sort of nearly nearly got um, USA in front, but I think it was offside. Um, but yeah, but like I said, there's there's that much sport going on at the moment. It's just hard to sort of keep up with it all. But on top of all that, we've got the SPFL coming back this weekend, and we've got Scottish teams in Europe. So we had uh, both. Uh, obviously, we spoke about the. Um, Spoke about the Celtic game, but um, Hibs and Aberdeen both got massive wins, so they're pretty much guaranteed to go through, provided they can see off their opposition on Friday morning. So they've got about fourteen Aberdeen. qualifying rounds though before they get anywhere near a tournament. I think that you know well, three yeah. rounds, and then and then you get to play like Spurs or something like that. Oh, you know, but you know, we're in Europe and it's just the coefficient, Richard. You've got to look at the price size of these things. Of course it is. <laughs> um, can I say my favourite My favorite European result actually was Larn beating Aarhus. Uh, and that was in, that was in the, <laughs> the, the game where um, McDade uh, and Jarvis scored for Larn. Uh, followers of a certain Scottish sitcom will be aware that uh, Jack and Victor uh, share those uh, surnames. But that was quite entertaining as well in the old Twitter. Uh, Aberdeen 5-1, decent crowd. Uh, Scott Brown looking pumped up. Scott Brown looking as angry as he's ever looked. Um, and they did very well. Um, Hibernian being fairly modest opposition from Andorra. Uh, do you know where Andorra is? Somewhere in Europe. <laughs> That's rubbish. It's in the Pyrenees. It's between France and Spain, you Philistine. But <laughs> but that's it. That's that's the last ge- geography lesson for you. It's okay. I'll like that look of Umbridge. If you can see this on video later on, Antonio's giving me a kind of really pleasant look along the lines of shut it. 
Do you know where um, Cooperpedia's? Do you know where? Oh, yeah. I, I, I've probably driven through those places when I was kind of driving probably. through the dust in the back I, of this place. I, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Null, the Null Arbor, which is actually, it's actually um, an uh, aberrant uh, Latin term for no trees. But I, uh, not very good. Um, Mitchelland, what do you think? I see Lee Griffith has gone down really well with the Celtic fans. Oh, yes. Well, you know, I, we, we discussed this at length last week and I said it should be hunted and apparently nearly everybody in Celtic Park felt the same way when he came off the bench um, against West Ham on the weekend. Not a great result for Celtic, 6-2 drubbing at the hands of West Ham who looked, <laughs> looked pretty good, but in saying that Celtic's defence would probably make most teams look pretty good at the moment. Um yeah, Lee Griffiths uh, failing to make the trip with a slight calf injury. Um, maybe a bit of heartledge there as well. Who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, and just having to waste oxygen on that topic rather than just uh, talking about the team and talking about the performance. But um, yeah, like I said, it's... Uh, no, you didn't talk I, about it I, too I, much, I don't think. Um, Rangers actually got a decent result against uh, some quality opposition at the weekend, one could argue. Yeah, well, yeah, did 2-1 win against Real Madrid. Um, I think Real Madrid had 11, 11 or 12 first-team players not playing, but however, um, still, uh, still uh, by all accounts, uh, a game that was played at full pace, and uh, I definitely did warm up for Rangers at the start of the season, who seemed to be ticking over nicely for their lead opener uh, next weekend. Which do you is, think that uh, um, do you think any of the Spanish guys got there and kind of really fancied it and kind of thought that they would actually stay and kind of got to Ibrox and thought, oh wow, this this is what it's all about? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Um, the 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 Rangers supporters will be happy because I think they're getting about twenty two thousand in um, against Livingston next weekend. So we're getting closer yeah, to cool. so 50, George 50, Square. 50, 50% capacity so it's uh it's getting getting there bit by bit by bit by bit but um just to go back to Celtic uh, Michelin versus Celtic um I do still think that Celtic can still get the result um whether it happens or not I don't know Celtic have gambled on this massively taking far too long to appoint Ange as the new manager and then the transfers have been trickling and trickling being the operative words uh so yeah, you know, not really giving them much of a chance for the, for this this tie, and even if they manage to to get past Michelin, um, PSV seem to be absolutely firing in all thrusters. They absolutely thumped Galatasaray last week, so um, yeah, it's going to be hard either way. But uh, yeah, I think if they can get themselves into, they get themselves into the Europa League and be happy with that. I think given the circumstances at the moment. Aberdeen smacked a um, Hacken 5-1. Uh, they'll go into the second leg of that with a fair bit of confidence. Rangers likely to join later on. They're going to face Malmo. Um, can you remember the last time Rangers faced Malmo? I know they have, but I can't, I, I can't remember the circumstances, Richard. I'm sure you've done your research, so fire away, mate. It was uh, in the season where uh, they had a very unfortunate financial event, which 
uh, led to them being relegated several divisions before bouncing back to the, the, the pinnacle of the Scottish game as they did last season. But yeah, they, they lost a qualifying game in Mamo. I'm sure it will be a completely different game this time around and uh, they are looking pretty handy actually. Although Chattis Alfredo Morales might not be playing in the first kind of game or two of the season whilst he sits out quarantine. Uh, it sounds like his agent's agitating in the background once again, Alfredo, for anywhere that will take him. Yeah, no, definitely seems to be AWOL at the moment. Last time I checked, he was still in Colombia. Um, and then obviously he'll have to do quarantine when he comes to the, the UK. So it actually gives uh, Stephen Stroud a little bit of a headache for the game against Malamo. Oh, actually, league, league game, the game, oh, the game against Malamo in particular, because Timar Roof's serving a suspension for that hideous tackle on the goalkeeper from last season. Jermaine Defoe's injured. Um, so that leaves him pretty light up up front. I think they brought um, Cedric Heaton. I think he's their only recognised sort of striker that they have at the moment who will be able to, who will be available for that game. So it does. All right, they've got that new Zambian boy, but I think is Stevie G not happy that he's not quite up to speed yet. All right, so yeah, so Aberdeen, so six thousand three hundred five. They're allowed for the first game of their season. Rangers are going to get twenty three thousand against Livingston. Uh, still balloting their season ticket holders. I think they've managed to sell it again this season, which is tremendous. Uh, £492 for a season ticket. What's the cheapest season ticket in the league, do you think? Like price-wise, I'd say, what, about 300 350 quid? Uh, so Ross County, not bad, very good. Livingston, about 300 uh, but Ross County pride themselves 350 I think they think that they were always kind of the cheapest in the league, but uh, I, it's Livingston this season, 300 quid. And you get a family, a, four, a family of four to Livingston for 400 So I'm sure that'll be a really popular option uh, on a November night when it's minus three and it's sleeting on the plastic pitch. Just saying. Um, now, favourites for the league this season. I, I'm quite confident that um, I've got my one, two, three already sorted. Um, have you seen anything to make you think that the the, the hierarchy of last season is going to be upset? Uh, I think that the the main change in the top three will be Aberdeen finishing third this season. So uh, I've got Rangers, Celtic, Aberdeen being my top three. Um, I just think that Aberdeen have recruited quite well. Um, they've... Uh, they seem to have hit the ground running. They got the transfers in early. I think Scott Brown will be a big big difference for the middle of the park. I think if they can hold on to um, Lewis Ferguson, I think that will be quite critical in terms of making sure that they finish third. Um, There's a fair bit of interest around him. Is there any concrete offers for Lewis Ferguson? I haven't seen anything come across as, as anything concrete. And then the other thing is that they've um, gotten rid of some dead wood. So Ash Taylor's away. Tommy Hoban's away, Shay Logan's away. They finally got rid of Bruce Anderson as well, but they've brought in Christian Ramirez from Houston. Um, Declan Gallagher at the back's a, a great signing. They've got your mate Jet from Livingston. He's playing up front for them now. Who's appearing in um, promotional videos uh, throughout? Oh yeah, he's, uh, he's yeah. quite the uh, he's quite the Twitter twi- Twitter uh, poster. Um, so I, I, I think they've I think done quite well. I think Stephen Glass will be positive. I think it'll be a little bit more upbeat. I think um, exciting times at Pedodri because, you know, the, the Derek McInnes, um Express has left and I think, you know, Aberdeen fans are wanting a, wanting a change. They've got one. So I think 
you know, all being well. And and the reason I say they'll finish third instead of Hibs is that I, th- I don't think the Hibs have recruited as well. And then I also think Hibs will be really relying on holding on to Kevin Nisbet. And I, I don't know if they will. Uh, I've got a feeling that if he gets a decent offer, he's off, um, which will really hamper Hibs in the first six months. They're getting a player in from um, the US, but he wasn't coming. So um, that's Chris, Chris Mueller, I think. Yes, but he Mueller, doesn't come yeah. in until he doesn't come in until the end of the MLS season. So he won't be there from the start of the season. So I just yeah. think if that happens, I just think Aberdeen will probably get off to a better start, and then they'll be able to hold on to third third place. So um, I, Celtic hopefully will close the gap. I don't think Rangers will go unbeaten this season. I think the league has gotten stronger. Um, but I don't think they'll be able to make 25 points up, particularly with uh, Vasilis Barkas and goals, who <laughs> yeah, some I mean, of those goals there's West Ham. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, heard, I heard quite a good I mean, joke the other week about it of um, um, Vasilis Barkas and and how he resembled a, a 737 Max because he's quite long and absolutely hopeless in the air. Yeah, well, I, yeah, he, he seems to go to ground very easily, which is also a thing for the 737 Max uh, airplanes. But um, the sad thing was he actually pulled two good saves early doors against West Ham. And you thought, oh, even Chris Sutton was like, maybe this is the, the makings of Bacchus. And then, no, he let three in. And then that was it. Any confidence gained was was lost. So like I say, it's, it's definitely a, a season in transition for Celtic. And like I said, if they can make, uh, if they can be in it at Christmas, I think I think that would be a a a, a reasonably good sort of showing of it this season. Um, but like season that, I don't see Rangers going unbeaten again. Season ticket for Celtic five hundred and ten pounds. Aberdeen four hundred and eighty pounds for the main stand. That doesn't include your blanket Oof. or your thermos or your uh, or your pan drops. Uh, and uh, Aberdeen are eighty to one to win the title, and that means that if you put. Uh, Ten dollars on Aberdeen. That means you'll get nothing back. Um, Rangers, I have to say, looking pretty strong, even at this stage, with not too much movement in either of the squads. But I do think there's quite a bit of planning and, and development going on at Celtic. It is that kind of old one-two thing. I can't actually see past Rangers again. I hate to see it so early on. Um, Hips two thousand away tickets for the Motherwell game, which is great. Um, Motherwell have got a capacity of six and a half thousand, I think, for the first game. It's a bit of a weird one because. Hearts and Celtic, similar size stadium. Uh, Hearts are only being allowed four and a half thousand. I don't know whether that's because in Edinburgh you need to be a bit more space around you, or they kind of be a bit more kind of socially distant. Anyway, I think part of it as well is Richard. It's the um, it's what the clubs apply for as well. So they have to be able to show that they can handle whatever they can handle. So I mean, I'm sure they put in for more than four and a half thousand, but. You know, it, you don't know, you're not privy to what sort of, um, unless you're Rangers and you put it in a media statement to say that you're asking for a full stadium. Um, you don't really know what the what the other teams are asking for. Controversial again. Uh, St. Johnson have just signed Eti Vertainen from Finland to join their squad. They've got rid of Guy Mel- Guy Melamed. I loved Guy Melamed. They didn't really didn't fancy him that much. I thought he was a great link player and he was gone. Uh, they are 500 to 1 to win the league, which I think is a wee bit naughty. It was lovely to see them on Saturday um, having we wandered around the park with the two cups. 
So are you are you tipping them for fourth then, or are you tipping Hibs to finish fourth? I think or, Hibs. Are, I didn't actually. I get, think. I didn't yeah, get I think Hibs are fourth. No, I kind of wandering around a little bit because I think that I actually think that Hearts will do quite well. I think that Hearts might be in the mix with St Johnson. I think it'll be between the Saints again between fifth disagree. and sixth. Disagree. Dis- disagree. Oh, fire on then, boy. I, I, Hearts were a bit of a funny one last season and I, I don't know I, I just I, I don't see the signings there that are going to say to me that they're going to be automatically back into the top six I think they're going to have much like a Dundee United season and they'll be around that fifth six and then they'll end up just dropping out so I've I've got St Johnson to finish fifth and then I've actually got St Mern to finish sorry St Johnson to finish fifth and St Mern to finish sixth and oh. I think that St. Martin weren't lucky. They 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 very nearly did it this season, last season. And they had a horrible start because they had COVID rifling through their team early doors. So they got off to a really, really bad start. But I just think that that team that they had was very well organized. And again, they haven't lost much and they've picked a few players up. So I just think that they I think they might hit their target to their targets top six this season. I just I don't I don't automatically think hearts just divine right top six because the hearts. I just I don't see it. I can't see it. So I'm interested in a I'm interested in how uh St. Johnson go from here. I mean they've kept a fair nucleus of the squad, which is great. They have. Um they'll have picked up a fair number of followers on the back of their success last season. Uh they're gonna be able to get their, their home leg at least of their Europa qualifier in, uh, which is likely to be against Galatasaray. It's a kind of weird one, isn't it? Like the winner of that game plays Celtic, PSV, Galatasaray, and the loser of that game plays St. Johnson. Um, so the continuing saga, but they don't kick off their European campaign until about the 6th of August. But they're expecting to get a decent crowd, which is great for them because I think, you know, obviously winning two of the Cups and not having any fans, uh, it's going to be really nice to actually begin to celebrate something together. I'm interested, as ever, in Dundee United. Um, I'm amazed that they've held on to Ben Segrist, and particularly with Celtic hanging on to Vasilis Barkas. I'm sure that that's something that might have crossed your mind there, Antonio. Um, yes. They haven't spent a lot of money. Tam Courts is, um, is kind of, you know, taken over, um, sort of promoted from within, and I'm not sure they've got very much money to spend on their squad. Uh, they're hanging on to... Lauren Shanklin, I think, with her fingernails. Um, and it may be that, that he's going to be still in the shop window. So they could struggle this season. Um, but I reckon uh, the bottom two are going to be Dundee and Ross County with uh, with with probably Ross County's scrapey-doo for the playoff. I've got Ross County finishing bottom. I think they are, like, there's, there's, there's nothing there that says to me that they are going to stay up. Um, Billy McKay's left. Um, you've got a manager the supporters don't really like, Malky McKay. Um, he hasn't coached or managed in quite a long time. Um, yeah, I'm just a lot of red flags. They've obviously had the COVID issues, so their League Cup, Cup campaign never got never got going. So they've had an interrupted preseason. Yeah, there's, there's just too many things there that just make me think that they are the ones that will... Uh, not survive, and then I've got Livingston finishing in eleven spot, um, much in a similar sort of vein. I just can't see. They've lost what they've lost. They haven't really replaced. They sort of didn't really finish the season terribly well last season. They sort of had that run in the middle of the season where they went ten games, and I was singing 
um, yeah, man's praises, um, David. Oh, I love David it when you forget the name, so I'm just going to leave that I, there. I can, I can, I can visualize his face. I, he bold eye. I, yeah. Anyway, so I, I just, I, yeah, I, I, and. Yeah, I just don't think the plastic pitch this year is going to, is going to save Livingston. And they may, look, they might stay up in the playoffs, but I, I, I think they are potential for, for falling into that the potential drop zone. And then I've got Motherwell very close to that as well. Um, I, I just sort of sort of said that they might just have enough to stay up, but they also have lost um, Ali Campbell. He's left. Uh, Trevor Carson and goals has left. They've just they've, they seem to have lost a lot, and they haven't brought much back in. And I, and I just sort of fear that they are also going to be struggling at the bottom of the table for most. Trevor of the, Carson went to Dundee United, and I do wonder whether the part of the thinking there is that uh, that, that there might be some movement in that position. Yeah. And, and to, in fairness, like he, he hasn't played in ages because he was injured for much all last season. So I'm not saying that that's what am I thinking, but it's just, I just think Motherwell hasn't really brought much back. And again, you're relying on youth and you just don't know if that's trying to click right away. And then I've actually got Dundee United's ninth spot. I've got Dundee in eighth spot and then obviously Hearts just outside the top six. But I could probably draw like a line, like very, very, not very fine margins between the Dundee teams and Hearts. There's, I think it's going to be very, compact much like last season you'll probably got about four points separating yeah, four or five teams. yeah. so we'll, we'll be talking about this in january with them all on 46 points between seventh and eleventh. david martindale uh, i'll take you put david you martindale um okay cool so um coming to the weekend's fixtures the games get started range against livingston at ibrox uh, with a decent crowd uh david martindale with all his new signings and rangers with their couple of interesting new signings but a far more settled look to them uh, hard to see past them really Oh, this has got this has got three to four nil written all over it for Rangers. Um, that's fine. That's probably uh, all we need to say to, about that. Aye. Dundee I think versus going to start strong and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Dundee against St Mirren. St Mirren uh, fan ownership, fifty-one uh, percent fan ownership overnight. Uh, yes, so that's wonderful. Congratulations yes. to St Mirren supporters. Uh, Dundee uh, busy around about the club shop, the Burkean Dundend Road. Um, so clearly, some people are excited about Dundee season. I wouldn't get your hopes up too early, guys. I mean, it was a good finish to um, last season, beating Kilmarnock in the playoffs. Uh, a game that I think we we missed hevering on about, but I think that they, they look like an interesting proposition for the season to come. Um, St. Myrna go up there and give them a decent team, you know, kind of a, a, a decent awakening to Premiership football. Uh, yeah, I, I think Dundee's, they've uh, won all their uh, League Cup matches, so they are sort of in reasonable form. Um, so doesn't run right enough. Um, so I, I, I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to say Dundee probably two uh, one. Um, start the season off with a with a win. And Ross County COVID allowing have St Johnston the double cup winners. I think St Johnston will one nil. Hearts and Celtic on the Sunday. Uh, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, decent partisan crowd. No away tickets for this game. Um, so the 4,500 or 4,300, I think, that they've got uh, will be a, a, a... How can we put this? A partisan home support. There we go. <laughs> um, 
I'm I'm going to say Celtic. I'm not, I'm not saying this with absolute masses of confidence, but um, they need to go off the off to a flying start in the season. So I'm going to say that Celtic are going to win two 0 So they may be without odds and Edward. There's a fair bit of interest, uh, and actually, believe it or not, confirmed offers now from a couple of English clubs. Uh, I believe anywhere in the region of twelve to nineteen million to. You can make it up, actually, whatever, you know, I think uh, this kind of state is all all conjecture. Similar to the Alfredo Maderos, he's worth 17 billion and he could be anywhere. So like, we'll just, we'll take that as it comes and try not to bore you with it. Uh, Here's a cracker, Aberdeen against Dundee United, a new firm derby to start the season. Yeah, um, I I, I think Aberdeen, like I say, they're going to have to put put a marker down here. So I fully expect them to... To get a win, I just said I think Scott Brown will bring a a winning uh, what's the word that sort of uh, not aura, but just the sort of mindset. I guess is the word yeah, for similar to the kind of aura and mindset that Celtic had last season, eh? Well, <laughs> you'd be hoping for the Scott Brown of two seasons ago, not necessarily the one from last season. Um, but so I couldn't resist that. But you walked straight. Into <laughs> I know that you. Line. I know you could because you're just a salty Dundee United sport. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Aberdeen are going to win 3 0. All right. Uh, I think, obviously, think it will be closer than that. And, you know, obviously, with those kind of sheepy people from that kind of part of the world, I think it'll be fine. I think, I see United gave Aberdeen a couple of scares last season, but Aberdeen, I, I don't know if Hacken is representative, but they looked like a much, much better team than they did last season, that's for sure, and playing much, much slicker football. Um, although we're playing Hibs, uh, Hibs oh, got those 2000 tickets. What, 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 what was actually your tip there? Because like, there? You, oh, you've I was kind of glossing over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think we'll get beat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're too far <laughs> off it. <laughs> uh, uh, and then Motherwell playing Hibs, um, which is, it's going to, I mean, I think that'll be a really good game as well. I think Motherwell have, they've not recruited that badly. Um, they've not held it together quite so well, but you're right, Hibs, Kevin is, but if they hang on to him, good goal scorer, um, and they've, they've got another season of solidity, they've not lost many players. No, they haven't. They haven't. Um, um, I think Hibs will. Yeah, it's a, it's a couple of goals in that one as well. So I think Hibs will run away. Jolly good. So you're going to buy your online yeah. online season ticket for anything then? Any streaming services? I think that we were kind of getting dizzied by the array of potential well, streaming we, services we, for the Premiership we were, this season. If you're uh, if you're not if you're not subscribed to Celtic TV, you can go to Stan Sport to watch uh, Celtic versus Michelin tomorrow morning. So I'm in the process of organizing that is that a free um, trial that expires in 30 uh, years <laughs> well that that that's probably Celtic's qualification in expires <laughs> in 30 got, days well. have you got a new email for that one as well is this your 14th email like your your 14 30 day trial of Stan <laughs> we only need the 14 days Richard they're not in the longer than that so it's all right um yes no no um and then uh sky sports with three games this weekend so they're covering the rangers livingston they're covering hearts versus celtic and they're covering motherwell versus hips on the sunday so if you're on kayo you should be getting all three of those games yeah keep uh, an eye on kayo so we'll, we'll, we'll keep a close eye and see what the schedules are coming up we'll try and bring them to you uh, via our various channels Aye, so very good. So, um, tell me the question. We, we were going to we we're going to start. We thought about um the question that I can't ask you. So, um, this week the question that I can't ask you, um, 
is not one that I've actually thought about. So you're going to have to ask me something that you couldn't possibly have asked me. <laughs> oh, is that too um, hard? Well, let, I tell you what, Richard. We'll 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 spitball this one, and we'll come back next week, and we'll we'll have a wee go at it. Because I think probably we need to put a little bit of thought into yeah, it rather totally than good. just. Well, randomly going, throwing things at each other. Yeah, well, I was going to put the kind of private sort of um, final thoughts this week for poor old Barcelona, who after years and years and years of paying their staff um, these, uh, you know, paltry sums, find themselves in financial difficulty uh, and they're having to cut back on some of the salaries of some of the players. So, uh, you know, perhaps the budget of the entire Scottish Premiership for one or two of their guys. Uh, so uh, my final thoughts go for them, how they, will, how they will struggle this year against the might of the, uh, the Madrid Giants, Atletico and Real. My final thought is uh, take a watch of a Sam Kerr post-match media interview. The most no-nonsense, not interested responses to questions. It's just, it's very, it's very refreshing because it's just like she stands there with hands on her hips. She goes through the motions, and that's it. It's done. And like you know, she's like, on the next game, and and just any sort of sport cliche that you want, just to get get the thing over and done with as quickly as possible. It's uh, she's done it twice now, so it's quite a quite a wee laugh if you uh, happen to switch on to one of those. Well, I think Ange Postacoglu doing similar things at Celtic TV media conferences, uh, much to the amusement of Callum McGregor. Um, great talking to you. Th- must be an Australian, Australian That's right, words of one syllable. Anthony, uh, we'll see how this develops. I'm sure we'll have loads to talk about. We'll talk a wee bit more about how squads are shaping up as the transfer season continues. I will speak to you in a week. We will. Take care, Richard. See you in a week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.